Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to episode 15 of the Family Medicine Rocks podcast. On tonight's show, I'm uh, going to be sharing another story from the Blast from the Past file. <laughs> also, this past week in social media and family medicine, my uh, journey or my meeting in Columbus last weekend of the Ohio Academy of Family Physicians and also some news stories from last week. All that and a lot more coming up on the Family Medicine Rocks podcast starting right now. about family medicine and social media. This is the Family Medicine Rocks podcast. I'm your host, the friendly family physician. My name is Mike Savella, family physician and social media enthusiast. What is this show about? I get that question a lot about uh, about this show here. I just tell people it is uh, social media through the eyes of a family physician. You can check out the website at familymedicinerocks.com. And uh, you can join us on Twitter and Facebook. Shout out to all 220 people who like the Facebook page. And also shout out to all 6,771 people who follow me on Twitter. I don't know why, but I very much appreciate it. You can also listen in real time to this show on your uh Mobile device, including your iPhone, Droid, BlackBerry, Windows 7. Just direct your mobile browser to blogtalkradio.com slash famedrocks. Today is Thursday, August 11, 2011. It is 8 p.m. Eastern time. And the temperature here at uh, Family Medicine Rocks World Headquarters Feels like 70 degrees Fahrenheit, and uh, it's been a very, uh, it's been cooler this week, and it's been kind of funny because people say that uh, it feels like fall. Uh, <laughs> people forget that last month it was feeling like 20 degrees warmer, sometimes closer to 100 degrees. So I think this is actually how summer should feel like in this part of the country. Uh, so a uh, good show here for you this evening, and uh, um, but uh, first I do want to thank uh, Blog Talk Radio for uh, featuring uh, the show here and, and for having me as a uh, featured host. I really much uh, appreciate that. Um, I've been a, a social media hobbyist since uh, 2005, and if you're curious, yes, I am a uh, family physician, a real doctor here in full-time private practice here in uh, beautiful northeastern Ohio. 
And uh, big shout out to everybody in our chat room here uh, this evening. I see a Neo Nurse trick in there, and uh, people are listening on their mobile device. I very much appreciate that too. And also, if you listen after the live broadcast, I very much appreciate that um, as well. And uh, we're going to be talking about some things here tonight. And uh, last week, you know, I, at the end of the show, I kind of snuck in a little bit of a, a story there from residency and medical school years. And uh, I'm going to be doing that at the top of the show here this evening and uh, trying to get a little bit to my roots there as far as uh, why I started a lot of this in the first place as far as sharing stories. I think that's uh, important to do, and uh, maybe I'll do that a little bit more here on the podcast. So uh, also uh, going to be talking about uh, uh, family medicine and social media, my meeting uh, last weekend, and some things that's going on out there in the Internet land. And uh, also maybe a couple of news stories uh, from this past week. So I will uh, take my break here and uh, continue. Uh, You're listening to the Family Medicine Rocks podcast, the unofficial podcast of the Family Medicine Revolution. Just Google FM Revolution for more information. Some pretty good reading there. And also a member of the ProMed Network podcast. You can get there by going to ProMedNetwork.com. Dot com, and we'll be right back. social media through the eyes of a family physician. This is the Family Medicine Rocks podcast. And, uh, you know, at the end of the last show, which will be show number 14, if you're uh, listening afterward, I shared a little bit of a story of uh, back in uh, med school and residency years having to do with hospice, end-of-life type of issues that happen, and the lessons that I learned from that. And I encourage you to check out the last eh, 20 minutes or so of uh, podcast number 14, and uh, you can kind of get my take on that. Tonight, uh, I was reminded of something this week, and uh, having to do with uh, again, you know, kind of like geriatrics uh, in the care of older people, uh, which has all, always fascinated me. And I remember back in residency, uh, you know, part of our residency program is, that, and for people who don't know, um, you know, our specialty, my specialty of family medicine, you have four years of medical school and then three years of residency training in the specialty of family medicine. Uh, 
And during my residency, those three years, um, I was uh, assigned um, a couple uh, who were in kind of a nursing home setting within the hospital. And uh, it was uh, my job to uh, check in on them, to do their and take care of their medical care uh, every month. And uh, that was a, it wasn't a, a, a different way or kind of my first experience as far as what we call continuity of care. Uh, continued care, care on a periodic basis, um, and to carry that through my years of residency. And a fascinating, fascinating couple. Uh, The gentleman was a war veteran. And every time I would go in there, he would tell me some stories from when he was back in the service. And uh, and as my three years went on, he would have more of a tendency to tell the same story every time. And his wife, you know, was there also. And... She would always tell stories about her family and tell stories about growing up in that area because where I was at, that's where this couple born and grew up and had their family and their kids and grandkids and great-grandkids. And it was nice to visit with them every month. And I also remember, as I was getting to the end of my residency, that the gentleman's health was uh, getting a little bit worse. And, you know, one of the advantages of having, you know, this nursing home setting within the hospital was that if, if an illness happened, then it would not be too far to go to get hospital care. And I would, you know, take care of them in the hospital as well. And when that happened, I was able to meet, get to know some of this couple's family, some of whom was out of town and they came in to see them. And that's one of the beauties of family medicine is that you have this continuity of care. You you, you get to know uh, people in their setting because this was essentially, you know, kind of uh, like home a home visit. And uh, you get to see them in their own environment. You get to see them uh, as they talk about the, the pictures on the wall and the guy uh, he made uh, model planes uh, after he retired and uh, was making model planes of some of the planes that he flew 
and some of the planes that he experienced, meaning like enemy planes. <laughs> and he would have a story to go along with each of these things, and uh, it, it was really, really fascinating uh, to to get to know them uh, and to get to know their family. Um, and, you know, I, I learned a lot about history um, as well. Uh, you know, some of the things that aren't in the history books, you know, when it comes to military service and, and from – from somebody that, you know, from their first-person point of view, as opposed to, uh, you know, watching a documentary or reading a history book or seeing a film about it. You get the perspective, the unique perspective of somebody who was there. Uh, and you also get a, a good perspective of how life was in that town uh, many, many years ago, because, you know, the, the, the hospital that I went to uh, that did my training, I didn't grow up there. Um, I only got to know a little bit about the community there for the little time I was there. But, but visiting with this, with this couple every month, um, I learned a lot more about the history um, of the city. Uh, they told me about, uh, you know, when certain buildings were built, um, especially, you know, things like shopping centers and um, and things like that. Um, they talked to me about their kids growing up and their grandkids um, and, uh, you know, a lot about the city. And there, there's a lot of history. There's a lot of richness uh, that comes when, when you have that type of relationship uh, with people. And that is that those experiences there is, is, is a lot what I draw from today. Uh, when I talk to uh, my patients in my office or in a uh, assisted living center or in an extended care facility or, you know, in a nursing home, uh, a, a lot of those uh, experiences, you know, make me recall when I first started doing, um, you know, care of older people, which is something that has always been uh, fascinating to me. Uh, so that that memory kind of triggered things for me here uh, this week, and and um, uh, it's uh, it's it's always nice to look back every once in a while. And uh, I've always, you know, when uh, when high school students and, and medical students come and uh, shadow me and follow me in the office, I always tell them you always have to look look back before you look forward. And, uh, you know, I think I'm going to do that more here on the show uh, because, you know, every day, you know, we get just, you know, too wrapped up in our day-to-day -day lives and, and trying to reach our day-to-day -day goals and their goals for the future. But every once in a while, every once in a while, it's nice to kind of look back and see where you came from because there's still a lot of uh, a lot of things to uh, to learn, um, even though it is years and years later. So that was that's my blast of the past segment for this show. And uh, you know, I do want to thank everybody who uh, sent me uh, feedback from uh, show number fourteen when I snuck that little story in at the end. Um, I appreciate people's feedback, and uh, 
uh, letting me know that they like that uh, segment there. So, uh, so as shows go on here, I'm going to be uh, maybe doing a little bit more storytelling, a little bit more narrative type of stuff, um, and mixing that in uh, to the show here because that's something that's really invigorated me again about podcasting. Here is that uh, you know I think we I think we should share stories, you know, when it comes to show, social media sometimes. So. Uh, so I will be uh, doing that a little bit more, and if uh, people have suggestions or people have reflections or things that, that you want to share um, as well, I just go to the website, familymedicinerocks.com, uh, and uh, if I like it and uh, it's okay with you, I may uh, share those stories uh, as well. So, But I will uh, take my uh, break here, and uh, after my break, um, I will be uh, talking about last weekend. Um, in uh, the great city of Columbus, uh, Ohio, and uh, the gathering of family physicians there. Um, and uh, they did make a lot of strides uh, during that meeting as far as social media goes. I'm very happy about that. You're listening to the Family Medicine Rocks podcast live on Blog Talk Radio on a Thursday night. And we'll be right back. The unofficial podcast of the Family Medicine Revolution, Google FM Revolution for more details. Uh, so uh, last weekend I was in the great city of Columbus, Ohio, and uh, talking family medicine uh, with the Ohio Academy of Family Physicians, my professional organization here at the uh, state level. And uh, happy to report that uh, I uh, am now a uh, member of their board of directors. I uh, ran for the position and uh, was elected to that, and uh, so very much appreciate uh, coming back. I was uh, on that board as a uh, student and as a resident, and uh, now I'm back being an advocate for patients, an advocate for family medicine. Uh, so we had a good meeting there uh, last weekend, and, uh, you know, we talked about, you know, uh, brainstormed about things, how we can uh, do better health care uh, here uh, at the state level. And uh, one of the things that we talked about, you know, are, you know, concepts, concepts uh, like uh, team-based care, which kind of is very nebulous, uh, but really, you know, the physician you know, taking more of a role as a team leader um, versus doing everything. <laughs> that means, you know, uh, interacting, you know, with nursing staff, LPNs, RNs, uh, uh, MAs, uh, nurse practitioners, physician's assistants, um, how we can do that in a better and more efficient manner so we can you know, get the information, uh, synthesize the information, act on the information, um, whether it is, you know, ordering tests or, you know, 
see what, what clinical exam things that you can do. Um, very fascinating things. You know, obviously a lot of different things than, than what I learned back in medical school uh, to try to do healthcare better. Not that we're doing bad healthcare, but there's a lot of things in this healthcare system that, you know, that I've talked about on this show before uh, that are very segmented. Uh, that are, you know, everybody's in their own little silos as far as, you know, this is what I do and I don't do anything else. Uh, so we're, we're talking about and, and we're brainstorming about different ways to do things. A lot of those things are not, you know, compensated in our, in our current healthcare system, you know, as far as from the federal level, as far as from uh, insurance companies. Uh, so in addition to the care, you know, we talked about how we can be advocates at the state house, advocates um, on a legislative basis, uh, because you know, with this broken healthcare system, you have to follow the rules, um, and um, if you don't, then <laughs> uh, then you know, payment is not going to be there, uh, which is very very frustrating. Uh, so, so we talked about that. We talked about you know, current things that are going on. Um, in the uh, you know in, in the legislative world, unfortunately, you know, I mean, you, you have to be active in the legislative world. I don't like legislators. <laughs> I you know I don't like politics, uh, but it is a necessity, and um, there's a lot of people out there who play the legislative game very well. Um, a lot of them are against physicians, or a lot of them are against uh, you know things that uh, you know physicians and family medicine believe in um, and you know I, it's no secret that there's a you know a big disparity uh, when it comes to payment when it comes to primary care versus specialists uh, so that, that's some of the nuts and bolts type of things that we uh, that we talked about during the meeting um, on Saturday night you know was our you know huge um, you know annual dinner where we install officers and things what was exciting about that dinner that night um, is that there was also award ceremonies. And the award ceremonies are always very, uh, very cool, very special because we award, we recognize family docs, um, you know, with the award of the family physician of the year and our educator of the year. And listening to those stories, because usually, you know, those aren't physicians that I'm, I'm not too familiar with. They're doing their own thing at home. You know, they're usually not very active at the organizational level because it's tough for them to take away time from their practice. But, the, you know, the family physician of the year this year, you know, he's, he's from our local community here. I know of him. I don't know him personally. You know, but some of the things that, that he did was, you know, he started a free clinic from nothing. You know, and, and, and he shared he shared that story with us as far as trying to, you know, you know, get the people together, get the resources together. Uh, you know, because in medical school, you know, we're not trained on how to do that. Um, you know, we don't have you know business classes or a lot of business classes or how to do that. So he talked about his struggles with that. He talked about, you know, his main goal was to help the patients of his community to get service, to get patient care. And he talked about the struggles, you know, with his family as far as, you know, working all these hours and trying to get these professional goals met. 
Um, and part of the award is that, you know, his patients and his staff, they wrote letters, they wrote cards of support saying, hey, you know, my doctor is the best doctor in the state, and this is why we think he should win this award. And it's just, it's fascinating. It's inspiring. It's why I went into medicine. Um, and it's always nice to hear those type of stories. Uh, you know, the, the educator of the year had, had a lot of international, you know, experience. He talked about educating, you know, people and patients uh, around the world. And he's from my state. Um, and uh, it, it's great hearing those those self-affirming stories, those stories that say, hey, you know, this is why I picked a specialty that I did. Um, and it's great hearing that because, you know, a few hours earlier in the afternoon, you know, a lot of us are complaining about the healthcare system. A lot of us are complaining about, you know, how difficult at times it can, it can be to take care of patients in this broken healthcare system. And then you go into the evening and you hear these very inspiring stories of physicians who, you know, they're, they're, you know, they're not somebody that you hear of, you know, on a national basis. They're not somebody that you hear of usually on a state type of basis. These are docs who are working hard at home doing all that they can to, um, you know, to, to, you know, to take care of patients in their own community. And it's, it, it, it's a really, really good, uh, really good thing for, you know, for, for family docs to hear. Um, so we, we should get, you know, you should, you should do that too, you know, as far as, you know, whatever your professional life is, is, is to, is to look for those stories, is to look for those, those things to help, you know, reaffirm that, that this is, this is why the career that you picked and, and, uh, uh, and this is why you should keep going. I want to give a little hat tip uh, to uh, my good friend, uh, Pat Jonas, uh, uh, who uh, writes the uh, Dr. Synonymous blog and also has a, uh, uh, a show here on uh, the Blog Talk Radio Network. And uh, he wrote about the uh, a meeting, too, called uh, Family Medicine Naive Enough to Believe, uh, Sunday, August 7th. You can go there. We're going to uh, drsynonymous.blogspot.com. And to, just to close up that topic, I mean, there was I really, really pushed uh, as far as you know, to do a lot more uh, social media, and uh, I was able to to sign up some some docs uh, to uh, to start uh, uh, doing the Twitter uh, during the meeting. Uh, at least they signed up. I don't think they tweeted anything, but at least I got them to sign up and, and kind of go through the process of following somebody and reading somebody's tweets and that type of thing. So, uh, so, so I think, you know, that, uh, that I'm trying to push through as far as social media uh, in the uh, family medicine realm. <laughs> so, uh, so very excited about that. Uh, so what I'll do next, I'll take another break here and I'll talk about just a few more stories before we uh, close up the show here uh, this evening. Uh, you're listening to the uh, family medicine rocks podcast here on the uh, Block Talk Radio Network. Uh, I will uh, find a brief little bumper music song, and then we will uh, continue. Well, we'll probably do one more segment and then uh, close it up here this evening. We'll be right back.
That's right, Family Medicine. Uh, social media to the eyes of a family physician. This is the Family Medicine Rocks podcast here on uh, Blog Talk Radio. And uh, final segment here this evening, I'm going to be talking about some, briefly talking about some uh, some news stories here, uh, some blog posts, uh, basically having to do about me because <laughs> it's my show. <laughs> uh, the first one I want to uh, talk about um, is uh, from uh, – uh, I think I'm, I'm pronouncing this right. Perry Pathetic. Yeah, maybe that's it. <laughs> uh, on uh, Google, uh, uh, blogspot.com, uh, the, uh, uh, the post is called The FM Revolution Will Be Tweeted. This is from Friday, August 5, uh, 2011. And uh, he's talking about some family docs uh, out there uh, in the social media. And uh, I was mentioned uh, in that post, so I want to uh, thank you uh, for uh, mentioning me there. Uh, the other people mentioned there were our good friend uh, Jay Lee, who is a family doc wonk out there on Twitter, uh, Bernie MD31, Kevin Bernstein, and uh, Richmond Doc on Twitter. That is Mark Ryan. So uh, thank you for uh, for mentioning us there. We are certainly doing our part to uh, try to spread the word about social media in the realm of family medicine. Also, uh, yesterday, was it yesterday? Uh, maybe the day before. Uh, the uh, website called turnupyourvolume.com had a uh, post called uh, Doctors Changing the Landscape of Social Media, My Top 5, from uh, August 10, 2011. And uh, of the five, I made the list. I was number five. So uh, thank you for them for doing that. The other people are uh, Howard Lux, Kevin Foe, Wendy Sue Swanson, and Brian Verdebedian, all of whom I know. Um, and uh, very uh, happy to make that list. And uh, thank you very much to uh, turnupyourvolume.com for uh, for doing that. And uh, just going to uh, just read a little bit from their from their blog post here. Uh, there's a lot to learn from doctors that use social media to ultimately increase patient volume. These are digital leaders blaze the path for more medical professionals to follow suit. Currently, uh, these are my top five. Why? Because they are authentic and offer value through their content. If you're a healthcare, if you're in healthcare marketing, I encourage you to check out their websites and blogs and to follow them on Twitter. And uh, so I encourage you to check that out. Thank you to turn up your volume dot com for uh, putting me uh, on their list there and another article from this past week uh, has to do with podcasts this is from BBC News um, this is all the way back from July 23 or as they say over there 23 July 2011 uh, it says podcasts who still listens to them <laughs> And yeah, I can say yeah, my my uh, listen numbers have gone down a lot since then. Uh, this article starts uh, name the word of the year uh, by the New Oxford American Dictionary in 2005. Podcast has become a widely understood term 
with more than 150,000 podcasts available about almost any subject. Uh, but then it has kind of dropped off the map. And uh, so it's a really interesting article here uh, from uh, BBC News. And if people have uh, an opportunity to uh, check that out, one of the quotes here uh, is, uh, podcasting is the best way to showcase your talent, especially with commercial radio running out of space for personality. Uh, and it's, pretty, it's, it's a pretty good article here. Um, let's see. If, uh, History is littered with t- great television programs that did nothing in their first season, and it's a bit like that. They rely heavily on word of mouth. Uh, then we started the podcast, and uh, now uh, they're referring to a specific podcast here. So, uh, so you know, for me, you know, I still enjoy podcasting. Uh, you know, it, it, it's probably not as popular as it was uh, a few years ago, but uh, I still enjoy it. And I'm just going to keep doing this uh, until uh, until I stop uh, enjoying it. <laughs> Um, and I've met, you know, in the past few months, you know, I haven't been podcasting that much and, uh, uh, maybe, you know, maybe then I'll have a little bit of resurgence here, uh, as far as, uh, trying to get back into things that, uh, uh, just in the past few days preparing for tonight's show, you know, I, uh, a little bit more excited, a little bit more hyped up, uh, as I was versus, uh, previous weeks here. So, um, uh, so yeah, so, you know, I mean, I, I'm going to, I'm going to stick with this here and, uh, we'll see, uh, we'll see if I get bored with it. And if, if I suddenly stop podcasting, then all of you will know what happened. <laughs> uh, and in speaking of podcasts, I encourage you to uh, check out, uh, my new project, um, that's called, uh, Paradox. It's, uh, with me and emergency room physician, Jeff Myers. And uh, you can check, catch the first episode um, over at emsgarage.com. Uh, that was episode number one. Uh, and uh, we're going to be recording here later tonight uh, as well. We're going to maybe try doing a, a video podcast and uh, maybe putting that up and having people make fun of us. <laughs> uh, and if you check it out, I encourage you to uh, drop us a note um, at our Gmail address, it's called Pair P A R Pair O Doctors P A I R O Doctors at Gmail dot com, or you can always go to FamilyMedicineRocks.com and uh, leave a message um, over there. So I think that's all I have here for you this evening here, and uh, I think I think I'm getting back in the groove. I think I'm getting back in the groove of doing the show here. Uh, I think 45 minutes, you know, or within 45 minutes is kind of uh, kind of a good group here for me. I'm trying to get guests on the show here. I've been trying to work out getting some guests back here on the show, uh, basically because um, I didn't know if I was going to be continuing with the podcast, so I didn't want to schedule guests and then say I'm not podcasting anymore. So I'm starting to get the groove of it. I'm starting to be excited about it again. So, so I'm starting at looking at getting guests back here on the show because uh, I know that it's more exciting, you know, listening to them than listening to me, chat around for 35 minutes. So exciting things could be coming on in the uh, next few weeks here for the show. So uh, so thank you all for joining me here. Uh, I want to thank you and Nurse Chick for uh, joining me live here. And then my good friend Craig uh, joined for a part of the show um, as well. And thanks to everybody who uh, um, are listening to this uh, on the archive 
podcast. I encourage you to uh, go to the website, familymedicinerocks.com, and that gets you all of my information. That gets you to the uh, Facebook page. Um, there's a little contact uh, tab there where you can uh, leave a comment or leave me a, uh, a little uh, text uh, type of message there uh, to let, let me know how you think the show is going. Uh, but uh, uh, I think that's it. I think that's all I have for you here uh, this evening here. I'm on call this weekend, so if you're following me on Twitter, uh, <laughs> Dr. Mike Savilla, you may see me uh, tweeting out some stuff. Um, on that as well. Uh, so uh, thanks a lot here for uh, joining me here this evening. Check out the website, familymedicinerocks.com. Also check out my new project, Paradox. Uh, episode one is on emsgarage.com. My name is uh, Mike Savella, and uh, thank you all uh, for joining me. I'm excited about uh, uh, getting back to podcasting here. I'm also excited about family medicine and social media. Uh, I think that's it here. So uh, uh, thank you all for joining me. Uh, have a great week and weekend. And uh, we will all talk to you very soon. Good night, everybody. Go ahead, read.